Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey Cobbers, from the land down under, this is the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily Podcast. Whether you're with the Strikers, the Stars or the Sixers, you might be a renegade, enjoy the heat, love the thunder, like a scorcher or prefer hurricanes. Brought to you in association with bluecrocodile.co.uk. Tie your kangaroo down, put another shrimp on the barbie and enjoy the fun. It's gonna be a ripper. Big Bash 10. Hello everybody, welcome along, it's another edition of the Big Bash Daily, we've got a double header again today, and we've already seen the Perth Scorchers, my team, those fantastic brave boys in orange, have got another victory under their belt today by beating the Melbourne Renegades by 96 runs, we'll talk about that in the second half of today's Big Bash Daily. On my screen in front of me, we're getting into the latter stages of the Sydney Sixers chase, their target is 151, they're currently 141 for 3, with 17 overs on the board, so it should be a relative canter this one, they only need 10 10 more runs to win from 18 balls, which in T20 terms is pedestrian. Thank you very much to bluecrocodile.co.uk for their support of these big bash dailies. Snapping up the right mortgages for you, bluecrocodile.co.uk. Joining me today, it's a change in schedule. I said yesterday that we we're going to talk about Indian cricket in the second half of the programme, but Naman, bless him, his brother's been taken into hospital in India with uh, COVID. So uh, best wishes to Naman. He'll be back on the podcast very soon, I hope, and his brother will be fine. But stay safe out there, everyone. Everybody, just because it's 2021 and everybody, when we're in a new year, still need to stay safe and be aware of the threats of COVID. So I hope everybody out there is safe and well. And joining me on the podcast today, it's Sam Dalling and Abai Meta. Abai, just watching this chase by the Sixers. They've been one of the impressive teams in this tournament so far. And this has been a, a really good performance from them today. The Adelaide Strikers have been in good form as well, but the Sixers have controlled this chase very nicely. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Sixers have been going fine this tournament. I was just thinking that maybe since Jason Holder has left, that could bring a little bit of imbalance in the team. And I did feel so in the last chase they were doing. But this match was very comfortable and uh, they'd be very happy because Adelaide's are no pushovers either. They're a good team. So Sixers will be very happy today and I think they'll they'll be getting ready for the knockouts. Yeah, the Adelaide Strikers, they made 150 for four 
in their 20 overs. Phil Salton, Matt Renshaw at the top of the order out fairly cheaply. Alex Kerry made 31. Jonathan Wells was the star of the show, 66 off 56 from him. And Jake Weatherold, 34 not out. At the end of their innings, wickets shared around really in that innings. And then we've seen Josh Felipe, 41, 44 not out at the moment. James Vince um, taking uh, sixes to ha- home and hosed. And he's been joined by Jordan Silk. These two have shared a, a nice little stand um, of, uh, well, it's currently unbroken on 66. And Jordan Silk, 34 not out. In fact, the sixes just across the line there, winning by seven wickets against the Adelaide Strikers. A really comfortable win that. For the Sixers in a problematic game. As Abai said, the Strikers are a dangerous side in this big bash league. And Sam, they'll be very pleased with that result today, the Sixers. Yeah, they they really will. I mean, they're the defending champions. Everyone knows their quality. But that it was potentially a tough game. The Strikers have been going well as well. But actually, they've won it at a counter. The Strikers were probably always a little bit below par. But that was largely because the Sixers bowled really well. And from the off, Ben Dorsius. Um, opening up as, as he meant to go on, really, and it's hard. they're in great form. The Sixers, they're going to climb up the table, and it's hard to look past them. You know, they've they've even ate, Jackson Bird made his first appearance in the last game, but he was rotated, left out. That shows their strength and depth. Abai Rashid Khan was the star for the strikers today with the ball, three for eighteen from his four overs. But the way teams seem to play. Adelaide strikers and any team with Rashid Khan in, they just sit on him, they knock him around. If they can take him for 20 or 25, that's about standard. And then they try and attack the rest of the uh, bowlers. And the, the Sixers have done that really nicely today. Rashid Khan, always a threat, taking three wickets, but nobody else really in the uh, strikers lineup could really back him up. Yes, that's true. And also the, 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 the scorecard wasn't so good, like in the sense uh, they didn't have to chase that much. Uh, uh, Sydney Sixers. And in such situations, it just becomes easy to uh, just knock Rashid around. He still took a lot of wickets. He still took uh, ended up taking three wickets, which is great. Uh, it just shows uh, what a superstar he is because when things are not going so good, you can never rule out Rashid Khan. But uh, not so much from the others. Was expecting some from Voral and uh, Wes Agar as well. But... Uh, they could not support him that much. And uh, Peter Siddle also has seems to have gone a little off-colour of late. Yeah, I mean, Worrell War- so, yeah. uh, War- and Agar have had, had very good tournaments, haven't they? I mean, I suppose everybody, everybody's due an off-game in a 14-match um, group phase. But it seems that the uh, Adelaide Strikers seamers today all had an off-game together and allowed Sixers right. to get across the line there. Sixers winning by seven wickets with 12 balls remaining. In changing times like these, make a change yourself. Buy your own home. Still living with parents or renting? Why not buy your first property? Mortgage rates are lower than ever. Speak to Blue Crocodile. Blue Crocodile? Yeah, Blue Crocodile. They'll get you the right first time buy a deal by searching the market for the most competitive option for you. They don't bite. They're just straight-talking people like me. Give them a bell or go online. Blue Crocodile. Let's turn our attention to the other game that we saw earlier on this morning. I actually did see it because I got up early to watch this one. Per Scorchers made 185 for three in their 20 overs. Jason Roy, 27. Liam Livingston, 20. But it was Josh Inglis, 72 not out from him. 41 balls, 7 fours, 2 sixes. And Colin Monroe, 52 runs, 31 balls, 1 four and 5 sixes. That saw them up to an impressive total of 185 for three. And it was always too good for the uh, lacklustre out of form beleaguered Melbourne Renegades they're really struggling in Big Bash 10 highest scorer for them in the reply Jack Prestwich 
who made a, a late 33 from 24 balls. But he was the only player that got, got above 14. Sean Marsh got 14. Everybody else in single digits for the Melbourne Renegades. And wickets shared around for the uh, Perth side. We're going to talk about one aspect of that in the kangaroo court today so we'll leave out the uh, big bash boost point but per scorches today they, they started really slowly in this competition sam i was starting to get a little bit worried i have to say but since they've had jason roy liam, liam livingston join them they look a little bit more balanced and they've started to win matches yeah i know james you were you were definitely concerned early doors but actually it's a cliche to say isn't it but, but roy and livingston have really proved that a new lease of life into that this side. I think that they've opened together in the last couple of games. I think maybe in the first game, Livingston yeah. is free and know each other's games really well, and it it bodes well. They would they would cricket like any sport isn't one on paper, but at the start of the season we we said oh they've got a really strong side and it wasn't quite clicking, but it it is starting to click and they hopefully they can well from your perspective at least start to climb the table. But the Renegades are. <laughs> really were poor I didn't see much of it but I mean I've seen the highlights it's just beginning to get a bit embarrassing for them isn't it already yeah bottom of the table in the Melbourne Renegades they remain played seven now on five points or stay on five points no they don't stay on five points that's the point of the kangaroo court later we'll come back to that on five points bottom of the table by three though from Brisbane Heat and it's not looking good for for the Melbourne side is it our by um you look down their lineup they've got some decent players but they're just not playing as a side overseas players coming in like uh, um, Riley Russell just not firing for them and they're kind of kingpins of the Australian setup Aaron Finch their captain he's seems to be out of form at the moment and even Sean Marsh who's been their their one solitary star in the tournament so far had a, a relative failure of 14 for him today so um, it's not looking very clever for Melbourne Renegades. Very much it's a sorry state for them and um, it's been the same case last couple of seasons it's been really sorry for them it, like I cannot help myself but compare them with RCB of IPL you know both the red teams are not doing so well uh, though Renegades have managed one title when there was a brain fade for the stars <laughs> a uh, couple of seasons back uh, but um, they've underperformed and it's not that they've planned poorly because they've got a good side as you said they've also done good uh, reinforcements for the foreign stars and also they have good local superstars as well Australian superstars like Richardson Marsh uh, Finch Rusu was a bankable option I, I felt before the BBL started because he would be available for the whole season so I thought now he's injured by the way uh, but I thought I thought they had good uh, T20 stars. They had Nabi. They had also uh, this uh, Pakistani uh, left-arm spinner. It's uh, no words, uh, but probably they need to do more changes for the next season because it hasn't just been so bad last couple of seasons. Sam, we're often talking about the Englishman in uh, the Big Bash. There's James Vince on my screen after scoring 45, not out for the Sixers at the moment, doing an interview with some very big earphones on at the moment. But uh, we sometimes skirt over the fact that there's a few Australians, in inverted commas, in the Big Bash that are actually born in England. There's Aaron Hardy from the Perth Scorchers, was born in Bournemouth. Sam Whiteman, who actually is not featuring in this Big Bash, but has been a, a, a stalwart for the Scorchers in previous incarnations, was born in Yorkshire. And the uh, the man of the match uh, in the well the official man of the match Josh Inglis in for the Perth Scorchers today was born in Leeds. He's a Yorkie. He's old uh, Josh Inglis, twenty um, five year old. And um, there's a few sort of naturalised Aussies that moved over when they were younger. Yeah, um, to be honest, James, that 
you put me on the spot there a little bit, of course. Um, I, yes, there are. I haven't got a lot to answer that. Um, I, I, that's not something I've clocked. The, the argument, not the argument, but the, the point to make off the back of that is that you know, sometimes you see um, a lot of non-English people saying, look at the England team, Andrew Strauss wasn't born in this country, Kevin Peterson, etc., etc., etc. All obviously qualify because they've got parentage and stuff like that that make them able to play for England. But, you know, Australia aren't immune to the same thing, are they? Are people going the other way? Some kind of rotation, uh, you know, musical chairs between uh, Australia, New Zealand, uh, England and South Africa. So all players can emerge, you know, they've been born in some other country. Yeah. But they end up playing for some other one. It's a small world these yeah. days, Abba. I mean, you're living in Sweden um, and of Indian yeah. heritage. Uh, you know, there's the people um, very much you know, living in different countries from where they originated from these days. And uh, just because you go back to your original country to get the chance of international cricket doesn't mean it's wrong, does it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's a norm right uh, now. Like last decade or so, we've seen so many of such examples. Uh, Peterson... Uh, in Morgan, I'm again naming the English ones, uh, but uh, if you see Luke Ron- Ronke and uh, probably Neil Wagner as well, I heard. So it's it's just everywhere yeah. right now, and you'll see a lot of Indian superstars as well, like uh, like people from Indian origin. Uh, playing for other countries as well, I'm sure, in the future. Yeah, Josh English played uh, second eleven cricket for Yorkshire when he was uh, a youngster and then moved across to Australia and is now flying his trade for the uh, Scorchers and played very, very nicely today to uh, win the match for the Perth side. BlueCrocodile.co.uk Sort your mortgage in a snap. Are you a first-time buyer with your eyes on that dream house? Are you wanting to move or looking for a better mortgage deal? Let Blue Crocodile find the right mortgage for you. 10% deposit mortgages are returning. If you need to know how much you can afford to borrow, just visit bluecrocodile.co.uk. The bluecrocodile.co.uk cricketer of today's matches. We've seen two games and we've mentioned already a few of the star performers. Abai, let's start with you. Who would be your nomination for the bluecrocodile.co.uk cricketer of today's matches? I, I'll go for uh, Josh English. The Yorkie is your nomination. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, yes. Well, we, we, we should always be proud when Yorkshiremen do well. Regular listeners of the Cricket Budget Podcast know my allegiances, county-wise, in this country. So Josh English is uh, your man. Abai, what about you, Sam? Yeah, I was thinking along the similar lines. You know, Johnny Wells did got 60-odd for the, the strikers. Uh, in the end, it turned out... It wasn't quite as his usual high strike rate. But it, was, it seemed a difficult innings. And the Sixers won at a canter, but it was a, a full team effort. Rashid Khan, of course, as we've said, got briefer, um, but in a in a losing cause. So, yeah, I think Joss English's 70-odd has to win it today, really. Yep, it goes to Yorkshire. It goes to, well, Yorkshire via Australia, via the Perth Scorchers. Joss English with his 72 not out today is the bluecrocodile.co.uk cricketer of today's matches. Mortgages are simpler than you think when you have a crocodile on your side. Blue Crocodile, making mortgages snappy and simple. Visit bluecrocodile.co.uk, follow them on Twitter at bluecrocmoney or find them on Facebook. Blue Crocodile, silence in court! Hey, I, I love doing that. The Judge Badger is in the chair. We are changing the agenda. We have thrown out the case about Indian cricket. That will be talked about later on. But we did see in the first game today, Melbourne Renegades, they were absolutely battered 
by uh, the Perth Scorchers. 185 for three, plays 89. They, they were never in the races, Melbourne Renegades, losing by 96 runs, which is one of the top 10 biggest defeats in Big Bash history. And they picked up a point. Now, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I'm not going to try and query the case here because we're going to get the arguments from both Abai and Sam in favour of the Big Bash boost point and against the Big Bash boost points. But there are situations in the Big Bash where in tight matches, the boost point adds a lot of uh, relevance to the chase. Today, Melbourne Renegades put all of their eggs into the boost basket, picked up the one point, but got soundly thrashed in the overall match. Um, I wonder if many Renegades fans out there actually think they deserve a point from this game. At cricket underscore badger, let us know. And also, after you've heard the arguments, there is a poll on the at cricket underscore badger Twitter feed basically asking this question. You can have a vote and you can decide this case. But let's hear the case for the defence. Go across to the uh, the learned Sam Dalling, who is going to argue the case that the Big Bash boost point is relevant, should be in this Big Bash, and is the way forward. Sam? Well, James, I think it's absolutely wonderful, the Big Bash boost point. You know, it adds an extra nuance within the game. You've got the wider 20 overs going on, but also there's a, a 10 over interest point. You know, the crowd can, they just, they just, you get to a, a certain stage and you're kind of starting to have to to think about it so there's a new tactical side for the coaches and the players um, and also they're all very much aware of it you know we, we see other sports where you kind of get losing bonus points I don't think this is anything different we, both sides go into the game knowing that there are points on offer for whoever is ahead at that halfway stage and they, they need to plan accordingly so, you know the Renegades even though they they may have got well and truly hammered they, they still they fulfilled the brief that, you know, they knew there's, there's extra points on offer for the beating the halfway score and they did so. So I think they're fully deserved at their point and uh, hats off to them and they definitely needed it. So there we go. Well, Judge Badger, yeah, I, I, I can hear some of the arguments there. I agree with them. Um, Abai, the case for the prosecution against the Big Bash boost. Your arguments, please. Yes, well, this one was hard because... Uh, I also, <laughs> I, I'm also open to changes and uh, I like these changes which are introduced by Big Bash. Uh, but uh, a negative point, if I have to think of, especially from today's uh, match, Melbourne lost almost seven wickets just to uh, get the, uh, the, the the boost point. So I think it, it can be altered a bit. It's not so fair because Perth had just lost two wickets at the end of 10-over mark. And Melbourne had lost almost six wickets. So it should not just be the scorecard, but it should also be the number of wickets you've lost. So it should be kind of a ratio. And uh, the number of wickets should also be somehow counted in the boost point. So you should not just give away the point if you lost so many wickets. That's uh, one suggestion I could think of. And that's one negative point I thought from today's uh, boost allocation to the Renegades. I've heard your argument as well. I'll tell you what, um, I'm actually legitimately right in the middle of this because I can see advantages for the Big Bash boost point. I think it takes away the chances of net run rate and um, playing a part later on, which I hate net run rate. And I think it does add a little bit of flavour to a, a second innings of a game, particularly like today when the Renegades were out of the game and the first 10 overs still mattered, despite the fact that wickets were tumbling. But do they deserve any points out of today's game? It was an absolute shambles from the Renegades, wasn't it? They were terrible and they still walk away with a quarter of the points allocation from today's play. 
That makes not a lot of sense to me at all when it comes to the overall standings in this competition. Abai, just one question back to you, or one point back to you on, on what you said. I understand what you're saying about the wickets falling um, by the 10-over mark, but you could say the same thing about the entirety of the 20-overs, couldn't you? A team could make 200 for one in their 20-overs. The team knocked them off at 201 for nine, but still take all the points in other leagues. Yes, that's true. But that's the the variation which the BBL organisers are trying to bring in. They're trying to also motivate the teams to be ahead of the other team at the 10-over mark. So. Yeah, you you could argue that, and that's why it's we always look at the end result rather than the mid result. But uh, if you have to make the mid result also very uh, accountable, uh, maybe this is a good way to go ahead. Let's see how the opinions turn out uh, by end of this league, because we'll have more stronger opinions when the knockout stages come. And uh, I'm not sure if that will matter during the knockouts, but let's see when the if if this if this makes a change in the final table standings. Silence in the kangaroo court from Abai. Please sit down, sir. You've heard enough of your arguments. You've heard enough from you, Sam. It's now time to listen to the cricket badges out there at cricket underscore badger on the Twitter feed. The poll is live. Have your vote on there. Is the Big Bash boost point working? Is it a good thing for Big Bash cricket? And should it be adopted elsewhere? All those kind of arguments on one side of it. And uh, is it an absolute mess? And is it allowing Melbourne Renegades, a side which is basically bottom of the table, to pick up points that they don't deserve? Have your say at cricket underscore badger on the Twitter feed. The poll is there waiting for you. Badges are furry creatures. 85% of women badges think bad grooming is a major turn-off. 80% of women badges think men should trim below the belt. 89% of men think good grooming is essential to the professional success. Don't just dismiss it out of hand. Get on there, manscaped.com. Check out their great range of male grooming accessories. Hygiene, appearance, attractiveness, confidence. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com, together we save balls. Gentlemen, all that leaves us to have a look at is the table before we wrap up proceedings today. And uh, it sees that the uh, Sydney Sixers have climbed back to the top of it. Seven games played, they're on 21 points. Sydney Thunder in second. The game played less, but they're on 19 to two points behind. Hebbot Hurricanes have played seven as well. They're on 18 points. Adley Strikers played seven on 13. Melbourne Stars have played six on 11. And then the three teams currently outside of the playoff places. Perth Scorchers have played six on nine. Brisbane Heat played six on eight. And Melbourne Renegades, today's defeated um, team by 96 runs played seven and are on five points last question quick answers from both of you Sam any chance the Melbourne Renegades can turn this around they're halfway through their group game so far they've only picked up five points but we've seen the Perth Scorchers do it can the Renegades do the same no I don't think so that's oh, short and sweet <laughs> Ask for a quick answer, James. <laughs> there we go. Well, I'm, I'm so I'm so not used to asking for quick answers and getting them on these podcasts that I was so surprised that it came out in three words. So uh, thank you for that, Sam. Um, Abai, um, last question to you. We've seen the Perth Scorchers uh, pick up their second win of the competition today. They've moved themselves up to sixth place. 
Um, they were my fancy at the start of this. Regardless of my allegiances, I just thought they had a really good-looking side. Do you think they can actually move up now and actually threaten for the title? It's very hard, but I hope they do. It, you, you two have read the it, brief, haven't you? You two have read the brief about short and sweet answers. I'm all for it. If I ask for short answers, I want short answers. And let the other badges know. Thank you very much, Sam and Abai, for joining me today. Pleasure to have you both on. You're welcome. Thanks, James. Thanks a lot. And uh, thank you, everybody out there, for listening as well. Thanks to bluecrocodile.co.uk for the support of these Big Bash dailies. We'll be back again tomorrow. It's the Big Bash dailies. They're on every single day, all the way through to the final on the 6th of February. I've been James, the Cricket Badger, and I'll see you then. Big Bash 10. Thanks for listening. We'll bring you another edition of the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily Podcast in association with bluecrocodile.co.uk tomorrow. See you then. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.